Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Whichever truck you choose, you're getting a real winner. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit Toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can use promo code DNVR, make your first deposit and get risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. I am Patrick Lyons. I am Susie Hunter, and look who we are joined by, Sean Bouchard, currently of the Albuquerque Isotopes. Sean, thank you so much for hanging out with us on a Monday morning. Before we make it about you, I know we will make it all about you, but we need to know, when Witten Bernard was called up, when you guys all were there with him, Mm -hmm. what was that energy like? Because he kind of doesn't remember all of it. He was like, I kind of blacked out. Yeah, wow. I, um already got chills again just thinking about it it's uh it was pretty special we had a um obviously we had a game coming up and you know there was i think uh, i think it was daza who got hurt and then everyone's like well you know they're gonna need a center fielder to go up there and i mean when obviously has been well you know talked about his season that he's had so far this year has been insane so we're like kind of looking at him and he's you know happy-go-lucky as he always is totally kind of clueless to everything except for you know our immediate team and you know when when our manager Warren Schaefer came into the clubhouse he called everyone up um and he told he said uh can someone get Winton's headphones out of his ears and he was you know sleeping kind of getting ready for the game and he pulled his headphones out and then you know he just said hey man after 11 long seasons in the minor leagues our guy when Bernard's going to the show and it was just, there was kind of like a split second of just like, like kind of just like a collective, like, I don't even know the right word to describe it. Like kind of like, like chills, happiness, like just everyone was just like so excited. And then just Winton's face right away was just instantly started crying. It was just such a special moment. Um, you know, to, to see that firsthand and to experience that was, was really awesome and you know like everyone has said not like the same thing man it couldn't have happened to a better guy um everything that he's been through it was it was a really special moment so i'm i'm really happy i got to be a part of that from a, a ball player in your perspective right. you have that perspective because you know during your time in in the minors and and obviously even with the rockies earlier this year you've you played with guys who they play a, a, as hard as they can they they work as as hard as they do each and every mm-hmm. day Right. And sometimes it doesn't work out and they're down in the minors three, four, five years before they have to hang it up. So right. for him to be doing it for 11 years and to be doing it at such a high level, it right. seemed overdue and for it to have not have happened almost just dis- right. doesn't seem just. And so I imagine that's also part of his, Hey, this, this is finally fair. Cause baseball isn't always fair. It no. seemed fair in that moment. Yeah. No, it's, um, you know, professional sports in general, I mean, life, I guess, is pretty unfair, you know. Um, but I think time and again, you know, throughout the years, especially in sports, man, there always seems to be kind of special moments like that. And, you know, when you always hear that cliche, you know, just 
you know, stick it out, stick it out, keep going, keep going, put your head down, keep grinding, all that stuff. Um, you know, it, it does seem cliche sometimes, but when you see it really get personified, you know, especially through Winton, through some other stories throughout the years, it really makes it special. And it, it gives you perspective of, you know, man, if you want something bad enough, you know, there's, where well, there's a will, there's a way. And like I said, couldn't have happened to a better guy. And I think I can speak collectively for all, all of us baseball players, but also all of us Rocky fans that, man, it, it's special for sure. And it's been fun watching him. Uh, we've been able to catch a couple of games um, that he's played. But, yeah, you know, like for, for someone like him, it's like who knows how long the ride's going to last. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to support him and everyone for as long as it does. And it's, it's been a lot of fun for sure. All right. Now, since we're on the topic of call-ups, I want to talk about your call-up because <laughs> – it's a little um, different. <laughs> you, you maybe maybe you slept in a little bit too much. We know you like to sleep in, but uh, yeah. what what happened there? So yeah, it was a, it was a little different than than Winton's and then from some other I guess stereotypical call ups. Um, yeah, so I guess the short ish version of it is just um, <laughs> I, I was yeah sleeping. Um, woke up at about nine o'clock, um, just, you know, to go to the bathroom. I had full intentions of going back to sleep right after. Um, but then I checked my phone real quick as I kind of always do just to see what's going on. Um, and I saw that I had four missed calls from our manager, Warren Schaefer. I had a couple other missed calls from our farm director, Chris Forbes. Uh, and I kind of was sort of heart like skipped a beat a little bit I didn't know if I like had done something wrong you know like I, I did I had no idea and so you know your mind starts racing a million different directions and I was kind of like shaking I was like geez like I've never had this before like maybe something happened so I called our, our manager back and kind of real quickly I was like hey Shave, sorry like you know I was sleeping like you know how's everything going like you know what's up He's like, hey, man, like, I wish I could, you know, give you better, like, do this in a better situation. But he's like, you're going up. Um, you're going to go on the taxi squad. You got a flight in a couple hours. Like, you need to get to the field. You need to pack. You need to get everything going. And I was like, okay, like, sounds good. You know, like, I was just, I had no idea what to expect, really. Uh, and then, yeah, I just kind of, like, paced back and forth in my apartment for about 10 minutes straight. Just didn't even really know if it was real or not. And then, yeah, packed all my stuff up and just barely made the flight to uh, to Denver. So it was, it was pretty crazy. It was different, but it was fun nonetheless. That's hilarious. Like, imagine, yeah, getting up to go to a – go. you're going for a bathroom break, and then, like, yep. a minute later, you're a major And then I leader. get called up. Yeah, it's uh, it was a quick, quick turnaround for sure uh, emotionally. But, um, no, it was good. It was, like I said, it was different, but we made it. Thankfully. Baseball is strange that way. I think all sports can be where yeah. you're at a moment at like a, almost a crossroad. Like you said, like, what did I do wrong? I, I'm getting mm -hmm. blown up here from I'm all like, angles. This is bad. And like, yeah, that's I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't think I've done anything wrong. I don't think I can get in trouble right now, but, uh, you know, thankfully I didn't. <laughs> the exact opposite happens. It was yeah. good news. And it was, it was interesting timing. I mean, we, mm -hmm. we know about fathers and sons. Uh, when it comes to baseball, yeah. but, but sons and daughters and, and parents and mothers involved too, but you Absolutely. make your debut there on father's day and for your parents to even be in person too, I yeah. think took it to another level. Yeah, that was, that was really special. Uh, you know, for obviously for a lot of reasons, 
Um, having my family and friends there was, was obviously special. And then for it to be on Father's Day was was definitely, um, it was awesome. You know, my dad came down and was down the field, field level when I was warming up and to see him and to see the stadium and, you know, to look across the, the field and see the Padres, you know, from San Diego, grew up a Padre fan. It was just a lot of it kind of really made it like, wow, like, you know, I'm here. And, and that was, that was a, a special moment for sure. And then we all descended upon you in a scrum to say, all right, <laughs> big league interview. Who are these people? You're uh-huh. meeting 25 different people after having already met 75 different people, but you, you handled it really well. And, and, and your personality, personality came out like, like it yeah. is now and yeah. uh, very jovial and, and funny. But I mean, that's, that's only part of the experience is, is the game, but there's all those other things around it, making the flight and whatnot. And yeah. uh, a lot of people probably don't realize that there's, there's so many more bells and whistles than just any at home plate for your first ever plate appearance in the big leagues. Right. Right. No, it's uh, it was definitely a whirlwind uh, to say the least, but it was fun. You know, like you, <laughs> it's hard to, I guess, prepare for moments like that. And so at the end of the day, I've had a lot of teammates and friends reach out um, that have obviously had those experiences before and they gave me a lot of great advice um you know kind of just be yourself go up there have fun it's all the same stuff just some more people and you know bigger stadiums so you know, it was a good time and like i said I, I try to obviously do whatever i could with 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 you guys and try to be nice and try to pretend like i knew what i was doing but i i really had no idea so i was just trying to go go for it uh so like you guys make it pretty easy though I mean, we asked you some tough questions like, did Matt Holiday touch home plate? That's got to be hard for you to answer, right? And I think I said I had no comment, and I still don't. <laughs> no, I, I remember what your comment was because I asked the question. You said, ooh, took a big deep breath, and you said, well, according to Major League Baseball. That's what I said. That's right. He was safe. We'll leave it at that. Exactly. Great answer. Great response. <laughs> you're you're yeah. a professional. Just a Already. natural at PR Already. over here. Yeah. I know, exactly. You guys probably hate me. <laughs> no, no, no. good yeah, sound bites a, out of me. It was a good one. No, it was a good one. We <laughs> promise. We, we spoke with Winton yesterday post-game just to kind of see how the first weekend went in general. Right. And that was something that whenever I would go to Hartford or, or talk with some of the guys in the minors, just how at each level of the minors, the stadiums get bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And so what was that like for you being at Coors Field? You go, ah, eh, there's just another – Another level on top of it for what Isotopes Park is. Isotopes Park's pretty big in general, 15, yeah, 17,000. Right. We're talking yep. three times as many people. What is that like playing on the same baseball field you have since you were a kid, but now mm-hmm. everything around that field is much, much different? Yeah, it's, um, you know, I got out there pregame. So I got in the night before, uh, walked in like the sixth inning, or the day before, I guess, walked in like the sixth inning during that day game. Uh, and then I was kind of walking around and I got there early the next day and was able to get out in the field and kind of look around and get my bearings straight. And obviously during BP, I was able to, to get out there and move around and, you know, see everything for the first time. So, you know, walking in for my first plate appearance wasn't the very first time, but I don't know, like to a certain extent, yeah, there was a lot more people and that, uh, and it's cool. You know, it's fun. That's what you dream about. But at the same time, you know, I think when I'm out there, I almost just feel like I'm back, you know, at my little league field with 
10 people out there, all parents and siblings and stuff. Uh, and it's the same game, you know, like when you're a kid, you dream of playing at big league fields. And then when you're in the big league field, you're just like, Hey man, I'm just like back home in little league, you know, it's all, it's all kind of the same. Uh, and so that's at the end of the day, you know, you're there to play baseball and that's, and that's that, but you know, having a lot of fans that the Rockies obviously get, um, in the bigger stadiums, it's fun. You know, that's what you play for. And it's, that's, uh, it's definitely what you dream of. I love that. So I think one of my favorite moments this whole season was when you, when you got up to Colorado and Jake Bird, your teammate mm-hmm. from all the way back at uh, UCLA, yep. um, he had also made his debut that night. When we asked him, hey, what's the best part? Like, how are you feeling? He's like, no, like, I think the best part is that my friend just got called up to. Like, this is such a cool weekend. And I love yeah. that. So I actually, before all the guys left, I asked Jake Bird. I was like, okay, what's something that we can ask Sean? Uh-oh. That will totally throw him off or like totally make him laugh. And he was like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't know. I got to think about this. <laughs> There's too many things. But the first thing he came up with is, uh, what do you think of wearing polo collared shirts and basketball shorts as a, as a combo? Do you the first thing I think that? of is Jake Bird's wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> That is the first and only thing I think of when I think of polos and basketball shorts as a combo. Who's letting them dress funny. like this? What's going on? Uh, that's Birdman. That's um, <laughs> that's what makes him him, and we love him for it. So, that yeah, man, you know, whatever he likes to rock, I support it. That's like that's like the okay. wardrobe version of a mullet. You know, it's like party oh, yeah. on top, business in yeah, the back. Hey, He's business on top, party down. And waist, waist down, like that's great. That. He's ready to play. That's perfect. He was that's much perfect. more dressed up yesterday. I have not seen that He's, combo at all at I, Coors Field. I think the uh, I think some of the older guys uh, have gotten to him a little bit, kind of helping him out. But uh, at the same time, he's he's going to be himself no matter what, and that's you know that's what makes him that's what makes him great. And that's you know why he's there, and that's why he's going to be a great pitcher for for years to come. That That's was a very Sagittarius quality, by the way. Is he? He is, yeah. yeah I keep track of everyone's everyone's stuff, so. That's funny. Yeah, yeah well, I guess that fits. Ne- next time around, you'll have to tell us what time you were born, because Susie is very much into the the birth times. Uh, yeah, but, we'll say that for next one. <laughs> say that for next one. <laughs> but but going back to one of the things that you said with with Jake yeah. is is you know like it's it's wild how you guys have been together for so long. Going mm-hmm. back to using your words scrawny freshman at, at yeah. UCLA going to the weight room. What, what is that like having someone to kind of share this experience with? I mean, again, all your teammates are sharing your experience, but quite right. literally almost step by right, step. Right. It's almost like you, you've got a, a brother, a twin brother that you're right. really doing everything with every step along the way. It, uh, it definitely makes it easier. You know, when you have shared experiences, you know, through good or bad, um, it definitely makes it a little bit easier knowing that you're not the only one going through something. Um, like I said, good or bad, you know, if, if I, he got called up, uh, like a week and a half, I think before I did, um, I think on a taxi squad in San Diego, didn't debut for a few more days after that, but you know, he was already there and you already kind of got to experience obviously secondhand through him, you know, the excitement, the, the adrenaline rush, the, that move. And then when it happened to me, he was one of the first ones to reach out. So, you know, it's really special. And it's, 
you know, it's funny, you know, when you, when you look back in all those years from like, through college and through the minors and then now, um, you know, kind of towards the upper levels of the minors and then Denver, it's, it's really special to have someone that, that has followed that same path. And, you know, obviously you've become really good friends with those guys and it makes it easy to root for. And it's, you kind of just build that, that relationship and it, it makes it, you know, a much better relationship off the field, on the field as teammates, as someone that you can depend on and trust on. Um, you know, it's been great. Definitely. Yeah. One of the guys, right. We've uh, talked to... oh, go on Patrick. Well, I was just going to ask about Jordan Pacheco because you, you did mention him, um, you know, when you're up with Colorado, he's, you know, he's, he's new to, to the Rockies this year uh, as the mm-hmm. hitting coach down there in AAA in Albuquerque. Um, what, what would you say his approach has been like this year? Cause it sounded like, you know, you very much credit him a little bit for some of the, uh, you know, progress that you've made from last yeah. year at AA to this year. Yeah. He's been extremely instrumental to, uh, to my success this year and, and I can say that about all of our coaches and teammates, but him in particular, I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like I've really taken to his style of coaching and his, his way of just communicating. Um, you know, it's almost, I don't know, if you ever get to talk to him, I'm sure he'll laugh and say this is wrong, but it's almost kind of like a big brother um, relationship where whenever I feel like I'm doing something wrong or, you know, whatever at the plate, you know, even in, in general, you know, at this, at this level and this stage of my career, you know, I always come up to him with questions and, and just ask him about, you know, everything that he's gone through and, you know, what I should do differently or whatever. And just the way he talks to me is just very, I don't know, palatable, I guess might be the right word. And it just, you know, everything he says, as far as approach, as far as just going out and enjoying yourself and, and really just, being where your feet are is kind of his, his MO, you know, and like anyone in AAA, right. Or at any level, you know, you're trying to move up and you're trying to get to the big leagues and you're trying to get to that next step. But I think what he's provided is some interesting perspective of, Hey man, like obviously that's where you want to be and that's where we're going to work towards, but you're here for now. So let's enjoy being here. You know, don't lose sight of where you are because you're looking at where you want to be. And I think, He's provided a lot of really good, just like I said, approach, mindset stuff, um, even just life perspective that I think has really helped me so far this year. And I'm I'm extremely grateful and happy that, you know, he was our AAA hitting coach this year. And, you know, it's been awesome to have him. That's awesome. Um, I love that being where your feet are. Because obviously, too, your progression through baseball is not linear. You're going to move around (laughs) a lot. But – I have to say, August has been good for you. That 306, has it? Runs, <laughs> five RBI. You've had, you're having a good, a good August. Yeah, no, like I said, you know, obviously the goal is, right, the goal is to get back up there and to see you guys in person again. But at the end of the day, like that's out of my control. Um, whether that happens again this year or next year or, you know, if ever again, you know, who knows? You know, the only thing I can do is obviously go out there and help our team win and try and do whatever I can, you know, wherever I'm at, whether that's in Albuquerque or literally anywhere else. And I, like I said, I think a lot of that um, perspective has been imparted on me by, by Jordan. And it's been, I think it's been a pretty big, I guess, step in my maturity as, 
as a player and even just as a person. So, yeah. Now, now my last big hard hitting question is <laughs> okay. what, what's been your favorite Jersey to wear this year, either isotopes, you know, a flavored, or you can even throw in the Rockies city connect as far as like just yeah. alternate. Wow. Looks. Which, um, one, which ones have at least stood out that you can, you know, give them all honorable mentions, so to speak. I feel like the easy answer, but the right answer is the city connect um, jerseys. Sure. Those are, you know, when those got unveiled, unveiled, how do you pronounce that? Um, earlier this year, you know, it was obviously really sweet to see all the the little tidbits that that Nike added to it. So that was really cool. And I remember kind of reading up on some of the stuff. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that about Denver. I didn't know about didn't know that about Colorado. I didn't know this. So that's been really cool, and it provides a new a new way to really represent the city and the state obviously and that and honestly the general area the surrounding states too um so that's obviously i think the the easy answer for that um i don't know i feel like any big league jersey just fits a little bit better and a little bit softer and a little bit stretchier and so it's kind of hard to say anything but those but some of the outperky ones are, are pretty cool too um i know it's kind of a running joke in our clubhouse about you know what's what's the hot jersey what's the one that we've been winning in lately so i guess whatever that whatever jersey that is whatever the the hot jersey is that's my favorite what is, what is the hot jersey these days i don't know i you might have to Mariachi's. you might need to do a little bit more deep dive maybe patrick, you gotta, patrick you but, gotta patrick you gotta make um, a spreadsheet on it but we i remember right. seeing a, a win loss column somewhere with, with some of the jerseys um I forget which one is which, but um, like I said, whichever one's hot for that week or for that month, I'm all for it. Actually, I do have I do have another question. As I was thinking about this, Rockies Clubhouse, you know, everyone's wearing the Crocs now. You also yep. have the MVP chain. So, like, there are these uh-huh. little traditions that go on. Every clubhouse has them. What's maybe – can you pull the curtain back a little bit? What's one of those little traditions you guys have in the Isotopes Clubhouse that – you know, that you guys keep things loose and fresh or, or something that's trending that everybody has in their lock or whatever it may be. Man, I'm trying <laughs> I don't know that we really have anything cool like that. I wish I had a better answer for you. Um, trying to think, I don't know that we really have, you know, a, a chain, you know, post game or, or anything. I guess just my bad music playing pregame is probably <laughs> the only, <laughs> the only thing that's constant but um i don't know now that you bring that up maybe we got to get something going for these last few weeks this season sombrero i mean you get to borrow one of the sombreros on a mariachi the sombrero night. On, on homers on the, on the mariachi night is is fun but um yeah as far as i guess consistent things like that yeah we don't really have a whole lot dj yeah, bouchard is, is yeah on the one to choose. that's Plus, good though that's yeah. good <laughs> exactly um all right now speaking of stuff going on in the clubhouse have you had a chance to get your hands on coco's famous smoothies yes yes i have um he always makes like it's like one and a half cups and that half cup is pretty valuable uh he (laughs) that's what he said he um kind of walk into the clubhouse and it'll be kind of like the uh What's the the part from Nemo where all the birds like mine, 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 right? Like <laughs> everyone's kind of like, hey, like I'll take it. Is anyone gonna drink it? I'll take it. Yeah, you don't want it, I'll have it. Uh, so it's pretty funny, but um, they're, I mean, they're pretty run of the mill smoothies. You know, it's just some basic ingredients with, you know, I don't know, maybe it's 
the magic of Chef Coco, but uh, no, there <laughs> that that half that half leftover cup of a uh, protein smoothie shake combo is um, it's like gold in our clubhouse for sure. Secret ingredient has got to be love. It's got to be. That's what it is. Coco's <laughs> just general aura is uh, it might be the special ingredient. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We yeah. Hey, thanks for having it. me. Thanks for having me. It's been yeah. fun. Good to see you guys again. Hope we get to see you up in Colorado soon, my friends. Stay well down there. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Thank you guys. And until then, you guys have fun. Take care of our guy, Wynton and Birdman and everyone in that clubhouse. We will. Tell them I miss we them. will. But um, no, thank you guys again for having me. It's been a, it's been a good time. All right. Talk so much, to you y'all. later. Oh man, that what was a great. nice young man. Jeff Coco, that's it. Get Jeff to the graphics. Coco. Cue the graphics. That's it. That was what he said. One and a half. Everyone's fighting for the final half. Like mm-hmm. he he's legit making that much. So I can just imagine in the clubhouse, just everyone's kind of you, you know. He, I'm sure he does it around the same time. So everyone's kind of looking around, like all right, he's he made his first step to the to the kitchen area, and you're keeping your eye on him. You see who else notices. That's good. Uh, I I'm think sure he's got a lot of hoverers. Oh, a lot of like the like the gulls in Finding Nemo. That's it. Yeah, that yeah, was I'll, hysterical. That was the such ABQ a great gulls. That's it. The gulls have descended upon the ABQ clubhouse. I love I've it. Got the image in my head, and it's hilarious. I'm so glad that we got to talk to him. I love getting just that little bit of dirt. <laughs> good, good personality. Again, great at. We hit him with those quirky questions where you could possibly get in trouble. But he's savvy enough. He's he, Sean is great. We're going to see him again. I, I, I'm very confident because you, you pointed out him, him playing really well in August. He's been consistent all season long. Like you yeah. look at his best and worst months. They're not too far away, uh, relatively speaking. So he's been a consistent guy. He can play a bunch of different positions. So I That's definitely huge. think, yeah, I, I think we miss him a bunch. We'll see him a lot more this year. We hope to see you a lot more on our members only discord. Now only 50 cents for your first month at the dnvr.com. You don't just get access to that and access to us behind the scenes. We don't have to worry about politics or a-holes. You can chat with everyone in the community. You also get all the great coverage from the Nuggets, Avalanche, Broncos, Rockies, Rapids, golf, all the great coverage that we've got. Not to mention rugby. You get price breaks on all the Broncos tailgates, Nuggets party buses that we've got going on. That should be coming up. First tailgate was fantastic. Make sure you go on social media. You'll see it just about anywhere DNVR, DNVR Sports is mentioned. So, again, only 50 cents for your first month. And if you want that annual membership, you actually do get a free shirt from dnvrlocker.com. You can also help support one of our sponsors, Breckenridge Brewery, because they did such an amazing job reaching out to all the Avalanche fans out there and supporting them with free tickets all throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. They even gave away tickets to the finals. Every single game, every single game that they kept winning and going on to the next round, they were giving tickets away to community stars. And I just love sponsors that give back to the community and the community responds in turn and picks up some of that avalanche ale it's the year of the avalanche ale it's just not going to stop normally certain flavors are best in certain times of the year but when your team wins the stanley cup final when they win when they raise lord stanley's cup it is that year for that brew and it's the year for breck brews avalanche ale finally get in on all the hottest action as you know get that cold hard cash at DraftKings sportsbook Bet on your favorite sports all summer long and gear up for football season, college and pro 
right now. They're doing it over at DNVR Bets. Make sure you're subscribed to that podcast because Andre, RK, you hears over there. They got a, a rotating cast of characters that are coming in with all of the can't miss bets. You can't miss on this offer because you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Make your first bet up to $1,000. And if it doesn't hit, you get another shot at a big win. Same game parlay spreads, money lines, over-unders. You name it. Deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling one 800 522 Zero zero. Well right, said, well, Patrick. Well, well said, and well transitioned. Thank you so much. I did. I did want to get into uh, Sean's uh, experience in the in the Cape Cod League, as I had I had some good summer catch questions. Did you ever see that movie, Summer Catch? I actually have not seen oh, that movie. Wow. Oh, don't we know it. people in it? <laughs> yes, Corey <laughs> Sullivan apparently is in it. Uh, of the Rockies and AT&T Sportsnet, mm-hmm. just like a small part. I think he might, I don't know if it's that he's a body double or if they do like a flyover, but he's in it for just a second. That movie's like 20 years old, which is, I would have guessed maybe like 12, 13, 20. It's the, it's the heyday of Freddie Prince Jr. Time is flying, Patrick. We are just catapulting towards death. I think, I think I'm ready for the big summer catch uh, uh, rewatch. I think I may have to go back and, and check that out. I need to, I need to just do a watch apparently. Um, yeah, I owe it to myself and the people around me. Love that. Yeah. 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 The Chatham anglers, which I think might've even been the team from, uh, summer catch. I'm not sure, but it did start Jessica Beal who's from Boulder, Colorado. So look at all these Colorado connections. Oh my gosh. Incredible. We need to get Jessica Beal on the pod. (laughs) Noted baseball fan, Jessica Beal. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, so good. Let's, let's talk a little bit about the, um, field of dreams game that we had, uh, last week, last Thursday, which was going on right as we were broadcasting Cubs reds. Uh, I think the reds won. It, it was hard to tell with all the, the uniforms were kind of somewhat similar. Uh, I think reds won four, two and, uh, you know, we, we had briefly discussed, like, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the ratings. Uh, they did take a slight dip, 3.13 million viewed it this year versus nearly twice as many last year, 5.9. But last year was the first year. It very much was like this, oh my God, can you believe it's happening? So I think I think that's, you know, that's relative. I, I think you can expect that. Cubs and Reds really weren't bringing that juice. But again, in, in true juice. form, you still got to keep people's attention and try something new. Did you... Did you get to see some of the different things that were going on, at least before the seventh inning stretch? We'll get to that. You How much know, were you able to see from the game? I So we, we were already in our podcast on Thursday when the game started. So everything that I saw about the Field of Dreams game, I saw after the game. Because I got a shower when I get home. We're disgusting after we get back from the park. So I saw everything after the fact. Um, I did love that the Griffies had a catch I thought that was so sweet and you know what I feel like I've just seen so many people talk about how especially uh, men who have maybe lost fathers 
just seeing that and being like, oh my gosh, like, look at these, look at this father-son duo having a catch. Just, it, it, it was an emotional moment for a lot of people. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was somebody in the press box in the last couple of days talking about maybe how they didn't like that movie or they weren't a baseball person. Or maybe it was, again, I'm overhearing someone telling a story from one of their friends. But just how that movie like resonates with them, even though they maybe weren't necessarily baseball fans. It's just, it's just this iconic thing of like, you know, like you want to have a game of catch with your dad. Even if you weren't huge into sports, you know that's just the moment of just silence, of having a conversation, whatever it is. And so it was very fitting, again, with the Reds being there. You had two Cincinnati Reds in Ken Griffey Sr., Ken Griffey Jr. So that I thought that was really sweet, yeah. seeing those two out together. Uh, I was telling my father about it, and I was like, yeah, and then Ken Griffey, Ken Griffey Sr. dropped the ball. He threw the ball to his dad, and he dropped it. I'm like, and I'm like, you know what? After I was repeating it out loud, I'm like, I think I like that more because that's – Especially, you know, if you're a guy like in your late 40s and you're having a game of catch with your dad who's in his 70s, like he's not going to catch it. Even if he played in the major leagues for like 15 years, Ken Griffey Sr., he just dropped it. And you're like, well, that's okay. Who cares? It was, because it's yeah. humanizing. Yeah, no, true, right? Because that's also the thing is that like not everyone, you know, even play baseball in high school, let alone the minor leagues or professionally or in the major leagues. So if you are 40, 50, it doesn't matter your age. You can have a game of catch with anyone, and you don't have to be throwing 80 miles an hour on your first one. Just go have a catch. Mm -hmm. just, just just, go do that. So I thought, yeah, very true. Very uh, humanizing and, and fitting because they are humans. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, flash forward to the seventh thing. Something you can't play catch with. <laughs> yeah, not a humanoid. I don't know. I mean, I guess officially it was a, is a, hologram. a hologram. The hologram of the late Harry Carey. Well, that... I don't know. That was, I, I like it in concept. I think I like it more than I dislike it. I was just really caught by surprise. Harry Carey also looked different than I remembered him. I think I just thought of what he looked like in the late eighties and early nineties when he was maybe a little, little skinnier. He didn't have as much weight on him. I'm also remembering Will Ferrell doing the Harry Carey impersonation. You know he was what? Um, so his grandson, his grandson, Chip actually said, I have this quote up right here. Um, this is word for word what he said. I guess they're feeding him really well in heaven. That's the only way I can put it. At least I, <laughs> at least I hope he's in heaven. A lot of days I wonder if he's looking down or is he looking up. Again, wow. it was fun. Okay, interesting. But All right, so it wasn't just me. But overall, he said he's like I can't speak for the family, but I liked it. But he said it looked like Harry put on a few pounds. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you were there in Iowa, you probably, I don't know if you saw anything. I didn't see a lot of fans like looking back, like what the hell is that up there in the press box? I think it was more on the TV side. They obviously did play his voice, you know, over the, the PA system, which again, if you were there in person, you might not have seen the hologram, but I thought that was a really good touch, uh, touch with the Cubs there. So you had a little bit of Cubs, uh, a little bit of Reds flavor there. So I think that was a that was a really good balance, much like the balance on every single sexy pizza. Man, they were clutch last year at the Broncos tailgates. Well, guess what? You don't have to wait for those tailgates because you can get in in person. Capitol Hill, Old South Pearl, Jefferson Park, and Park Hill. Sexy pizza is as local as it gets. We're talking deck oven pizza, hand-tossed, made from scratch each morning dough, and the East Coast elites, that's Susie and I, we thumbs up <laughs> approval on their pizza. Yes, it is very, very good. 
It's legit. Check them out. They got one down in Trinidad, Colorado as well. Go to www.sexy.pizza. I'll say that again. Their website is www.sexy.pizza. Check out their about page for their donations link because actually they do some cool things. So if you need to get a party catered or something like that, they love giving back to local organizations and they, they're, they're just on the ball. Uh, much like the folks over at Green Mountain Dental Group, because tell the team over there at Green Mountain Dental Group, they've they've taken great care of our DNVR community and even our DNVR personalities. But if you actually mention now that DNVR Sports sent you, besides getting already their top-notch care and cleaning and all, all the great stuff that you might not always get with a dentist, they do that and they go one step beyond. Mention DNVR Sports. They're actually going to get you a $300 discount for all full orthodontics treatments for new patients. Yes, $300 for that. Uh, also, if you mention DNVR Sports, you get a free set of bleach trays at $350 value with a new patient cleaning, exam, and x-rays. And as someone who a couple months ago did bleach trays for the first time, I was a little bit like leery of them. I didn't know. It was it was great. Uh, they, they set me up with the right one, and it ended up it ended up working out. Really, Let's see really them well. chompers. Let's see those bleach look teeth. Haven't good. even ha- haven't even brushed in like a week, and look how white they are. Oh, Patrick! For legal thing. purposes, he is joking. Yes, legal. Okay. I, am I gonna is, is is am I gonna be suing myself for slander? I, I could. You never know. Yeah. You live in one of those worlds, but <laughs> make sure would. you live in the world in which Green Mountain Dental Group is your dentist. And mention DNVR Sports, so you can get some fantastic kickbacks now on twitter there were a lot of kickbacks when it comes to the field of dreams game yes because people are like cool harry carry this is cool but we got to peep the tweets on the folks who didn't think it was cool yeah the feedback on social media not so positive people in general the vibe seems to be creeped out so let's start looking at at some of those tweets i loved this this meme that the Harry Carey hologram looks like that Tim Robinson. That dude, that dude yeah. from the what is that show called? I think you should leave. That's what it yeah. is. Tim Robinson. Looks just like if you're I hope you're watching us on YouTube because if you're just listening to the podcast, you are missing out on this funny meme. Let's see the next one. All right. It would have been more respectful if they dug up Harry Carey's corpse and ziplined him over the crowd. This was a very it's a very strong take. For legal purposes, that is Susie Hunter. <laughs> no, I did not. That is not a tweet from me. That no, whose voice? A... It was your voice. I'm just. That's my voice. You advocated for this graphic. I did not advocate <laughs> for this. <laughs> the tweets we showed do not respect our viewpoints. Um, all right, I'm in the. Here's another tweet. I'm in the middle of a cornfield on a night with a full moon and a hologram of Harry Carey again. Mike, I am worried about you. What is going on in your life? He's got the check mark, so I mean, that's that's legit, I guess. Again. <laughs> this one was a funny one, too. Hologram Harry Carey joins the cast of traumatic things Major League Baseball has done to me this season. So we've got a picture of the hologram. We've got a picture of whatever this is from the Rays, this, like, droopy stingray. Wow. And <laughs> then whatever stingray. this is that the Dodgers put together, this, like, it's a Scary candy monster. Man. Oh, is it's, it, is it's, it can- it's candy. Oh, yeah, look. His hands scary. are kind of cinnamon rolls. His hair is obviously like red vine licorice. Yeah, he's got all kinds of treats, but he's still scary. Yeah. Terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. I, re- I guess I really did, I haven't realized how much MLB has traumatized us this season. But here we are getting yeah. through it. 
seeing a still photograph of the hologram, it does look good. Like it does look like Harry Carey. It's just the kind of the moving around. I think, yeah. Why do I, I keep trying to make holograms happen? I feel like every time there's a hologram that makes an appearance somewhere, no, no one likes it. The the only other hologram that I know of is the old Tupac hologram from Coachella. But was there like a Whitney Houston hologram at one point? I think I just at dreaming? one point there was a Michael Jackson hologram. Makes sense. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Or at least rumors of one for sure. I agree. I, I've heard something about that. Yeah, yeah. We need to, I, I don't know. The history Kale, of holograms? Kale, comment, Kale commented in the chat, we need to be out on holograms. <laughs> yeah, the hologram technology. It's kind of like the, the the robotic umpire strike zone. It's like, I mean, it's going to be good, but it could give you nightmares. And so be aware of that. Be aware of that. If we've got the automatic ball strike system coming, it, it could... Uh, go as well as as harry carry but look it definitely will go a lot better than things are going right now for the san diego padres and uh fernando tatis jr now besides the fact that the dodgers had won 12 straight they finally lost on sunday their first game in august and their first game since losing to the colorado rockies on july there you 30th. go i mean think Really, the the champs in 2020. People people give the Dodgers credit for winning the World Series in 2020, but the there was only one team that that beat the Dodgers in any series, and that was the Colorado Rockies. So really, who was the champs that year? On um, honorary honorary World Series champions. Let's for go. sure. <laughs> so the Dodgers have that to contend with, but now they got news. I think it came out on Friday that yeah. Fernando Tatis Jr was uh, is going to be suspended for 80 games for performance enhancing drugs so that means the final 50 plus games of this year as well as ultimately probably the first month of next season as well i was shocked i'm still a little bit shocked by this bit of news the more i dig deeper the more it kind of makes a little sense for him to have done it i'm not saying it was right and i, I certainly uh i'm not giving him uh, I'm not letting him off, right? I'm not not giving him mm -hmm. a pass, uh, but I but I'm still overall just shocked that this this happened. Yeah, I'm shocked too that you know after being out for so long, after being out because you were not being careful, why would you not continue to be careful with what you are putting in your body? Uh, but he says that he took this substance by accident because it was part of a ringworm medication. Uh, and I learned a lot about ringworm because I, of course, everyone Google. I think every person on earth Googled ringworm. Ringworm's not even a worm. Hmm. It's a fungus that is on your skin. So it's not even a worm. Yeah. Where did he get ringworm? Well, I don't, I, you know, uh, allegedly, my uh, my uninformed opinion, uh, but uh, informed enough. Look, we we all uh, pretend to be medical doctors uh, in, <laughs> in the last couple of years by going online and, and doing about five minutes of research and thinking we know everything about it. So you know what? I'll go ahead and pretend that I do know everything about it. What, what I do know is that the, the drug that uh, he was popped for is not something that's used to treat ringworm. So that's kind of a little bit funny. There is a drug that has a similar sounding name and is spelled similarly, but is a little bit different. Uh, and that would be the drug that you take for ringworm. So uh, it's definitely a little bit fishy. Now, I uh, there's a podcast that I'll, I'll dip my toe into once in a while um, with a former uh, executive. I mean, he was uh, – I don't think he was the general manager. I think he was part of a co-ownership co group. 
uh, of a couple teams and, you know, talked about the fact that Fernando Tatis Sr., the father, uh, was suspected allegedly of taking performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, he feels very strongly about it, but there's no evidence to suggest that uh, his father did it, but we know the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I also started thinking outside the box, like, well, this this makes no sense from the PR standpoint. As you as you said, Susie, you're like, hey, you already made one. Two wrongs don't make a right. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I think to him it does. But you're right. You go, wow, this is really bad. Like you already looked pretty foolish and, and uh, you were a little bit selfish there and, and, and reckless and, and you hurt your team's chances uh, to, to win a world series. And then you go out and you hurt it even more like that's foolish. But I think for him, for a guy who has a guaranteed contract, there is no consequence. There is no foul. If he was a young player going into his, third year of arbitration or whatever it would be this this would be his his fourth year in the big leagues but still um then that's going to hurt how much money he's going to make in arbitration how much money he could potentially make as a free agent and so there would be that that penalty he doesn't have that penalty Mm -hmm. yeah he doesn't have that penalty now because he's got that guaranteed money and really you know this this could be an injury that if he comes back too soon or if it's just not strong enough you know it could impact him for another year or two well take some performance enhancing drugs. Now you're, you're going to be a little bit stronger, right? You're going to be a little bit less injury prone. And so your numbers won't suffer overall. And so I think in the long run, this could have been a, a better decision for him. And um, when I say his team, I don't mean the Padres, but his, his team of folks that, that represent him and whatnot, but from a PR standpoint, it looks really, really bad. And, and you kind of, you're almost looking to Juan Soto, uh, another guy who's, 23 years old and saying, Hey Juan, can you be a role model to this other 23 year old guy? Like it's amazing that they've got these two legendary generational type players. Um, uh, but they're starting to become a gap now because Soto's actually doing it. He's healthy. He's on the field. He's doing it the right way. Whereas Tatis, not as much. So, uh, the Padres may have to look for Soto for some of that leadership of another young guy. Who's not really doing it the right way right now. Yes. And of course, we are all just, you know, speculating all of this, of course. But, you know, yeah, Juan Soto, he is um, he's got to be the guy to step up. But I can't even imagine how disappointed Padres fans are after all of the the hope, all of the trade deadline moves. Just thinking that this is finally your year when you get Tatis back and then finding out you're not getting him back right now. I can. And, you know, and again, this season isn't over. And and this uh this push uh, for contention for the Padres isn't over. We still got a couple more years, but I can hear some people out there saying like, well, see everyone would love the Padres and they were just praising them, et cetera, et cetera. No one has ever said that the moves that they've made is going to guarantee them a championship. Dodgers are the same way. They, you know, look at some of the moves that they've made in the last couple of years and you know, yes, they, they made the Turner deal and Betts and Freddie Freeman, but then a lot of other almost like kind of minor type signings and stuff. So uh, no one's appointing them the World Series champ, but they are crediting them for doing a good job developing their players, making good transactions, things of that nature. And for a small market club like the Padres, yes, no one's no one has said that they are, are guaranteed anything here, but you've got to still give them all the credit in the world for going out and making this attempt and making this push for a small market club because eventually – the wheels are going to fall off. Though they will have to 
trade away a lot of these guys. Tatis Jr. maybe even at some point could be one of those players. Juan Soto in two years possibly. So if they can't re-sign him, they might want to recoup uh, some of their losses and prospects. But the fact that they are they've gone after it yeah. is what is the most important point. In because all of because not every team can say that their team went after it. <laughs> yeah, that they not every fan after. base can say that. This is true. Yes, that that is true. Also, ultimately, uh, what's also true is this week uh, we'll have a post game show on Tuesday as well as Thursday uh, in studio. But uh, Rocky's got the Cardinals again. We're we're not done with that Nolan Arenado cat. They go to St. Louis for three. Uh, they're there now. Uh, they flew in on on Sunday night. I don't think there were any interesting details in their flight plan, right? They they got there pretty pretty safely and soundly, right? They got there safe without incident, unlike, you know, the D-backs getting to Denver, but they should be well-rested and ready to go for this Cardinals series. What was the D-backs story? Because I don't think I, I caught wind of, of what happened with Arizona. You know, they got, um, they left really late. They got stuck on the tarmac for seven hours. What? So they got in at like a really ungodly hour on um, the first day of that series. So they looked pretty tired, not going to lie. So they, do they have a day game on Thursday? And then then they, you know, they left Thursday night and they got all caught yeah. up on the field. I think that wow. was, yeah. Wow. What was, what was the reason that they were caught out there? You know what? I'm, I'm not sure, but um, I, I, it sounded brutal. You don't follow any tarmac accounts on Twitter. What the? I mean, look, if you're gonna, uh, you know, I don't. But I'll ask our aviation <laughs> reporter what they have to say. At tarmac USA on Twitter. No, yeah. Uh, wow, that I did not know that seven. Yeah. Wow, that is wild. And the Rockies yeah. still a rough, took- rough night for them. But yeah, the Rockies uh, got in just, just fine last night in St. Louis. And this, we're almost at the end of seeing Nolan Arenado for the season. Yep, Tuesday us. night, Kyle Freeland versus Jose Quintana. Rematch of lefties, Marquez against what will probably be Dakota Hudson. And then on the series uh, rubber match there, we hope at least it could, we can have this 1-1 split to keep it interesting. Going into Thursday, Antonio Senzatella against probable starter Jordan Montgomery. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Rockies usually struggle a little bit in St. Louis. That's that's kind of their their thing there. I don't know how humid it is right now. Temperatures are dipping a little bit in Colorado, which is nice. But in St. Louis, man, they uh, they love their humidity out there, don't they? It is one of the most humid places I've ever been in my whole life. But it's a beautiful stadium. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It is nice, uh, just like us and just like all of our great content on Twitter. At DNVR underscore Rockies is where you can get all that good stuff. I am at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. And I am at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. We've got a ton of momentum here going into the Cardinals series. But you know what they truly say about momentum? It's, it's only good as your next show. So we'll talk to you tomorrow. Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Whichever truck you choose, you're getting a real winner. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places.